Podcast Answer Man, episode number 128. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, coming to you with another episode of a podcast devoted to, well, you guessed it, podcasting. And today I'm going to be talking about just a totally awesome use of Twitter and what it has meant to me in the recent months. Also going to take a question from Jerilyn about co-hosting situations. I got a testimonial from a current client and also some follow-up from Jeff on thoughts on sponsorship. And uh, let's go ahead and get things started off. And I want to tell you about a little story about something that happened to me. I guess this goes back to maybe April of this year, April of 2009. And for those of you who have been listening all day long, I, by the way, if you're not aware of this and you're subscribed to the podcast feed, which most of you are, therefore, I, I want to tell you that if you're not aware of this, I record live podcasts all day, every Thursday from, get this, 6 o'clock in the morning until 5 or so in the evening. And now I'm actually recording a total of 12 podcasts. And I, I want to just go ahead and announce real quickly here, the brand new podcast just launched this morning, already recorded three episodes is the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Now, for those of you who are subscribed to the Podcast Answer Man, you may or may not know anything about what I do outside of this show, although I'll let you know that this podcast is one of 23 different podcasts that I produce at gspn.tv. And one of the things that I share is my pursuit of a balanced life. And... You know, I have been trying to get more healthy and trying to, uh, you know, share my journey online with people. You can check that out at uh, pursuingabalancedlife.com. But actually, what I what I want to tell you about today is a podcast that I'm doing that is unique in that I've actually teamed together, teamed together with another podcaster. Now, this isn't somebody just like, you know, that I knew as a friend that that lives to, close to me and can come in studio. Instead, this is somebody who, I'll be quite honest with you, is an inspiration to me. Somebody who has been an inspiration to me is one of the first people I started listening to when I got into podcasting, and that would be Father Roderick Von Hogan. And he is a Catholic priest in the Netherlands, and he, he does a whole host of shows. And in fact, very similar to me, he has an entire, he, he has actually founded a network of podcasts. And there are a lot of similarities, I mean, the, the, between Father Roderick and myself. And I, I think at this time, I, I think it would be safe to say that he would agree that we both do a lot of mutual inspiration. In fact, I think I could say that with pure confidence because I did an episode of Podcast Answer Man not too long ago where I interviewed Father Roderick, and I'm looking right now into the archives of my site to see if I can search that episode down and tell you what it was. It actually was episode number 92 of Podcast Answer Man, and it's actually titled Father Roderick from SQPN, which stands for StarQuest Production Network. Anyway, he and I have become very close friends over the years, just really uh, following each other through our journey in podcasting and, and creating a network reaching tens of thousands of people around the world has been a true blessing to to develop that friendship. And I was just elated and excited when I got an email earlier this week. I think it actually just happened on Tuesday or Monday. And he says, hey, I've got an idea for a podcast and I would like to know if you'd be interested in um, if you would be interested in actually recording a podcast and doing a, a podcast, you know, co-producing it with me, uh, it would be a joint venture between the two of us. And and I'm like, I'm interested. Tell me what tell me what you're thinking. And of course, I've done a lot of TV show fan podcasts. We we have the Weekly Lost podcast. We have the we we had done the Heroes po- fan podcast. Uh, we still do the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast. We do the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. I mean, we've done a lot of television show fan podcasting. And one of the things that we've never done is a reality show. 
And to be honest with you, I don't I'm I've never really watched a lot of real, reality television except for last season I really or maybe two seasons ago I got, I really got hooked on Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. It, it's just a lot of fun. I know it's not real. It's about probably about the least real reality television out there. And uh but it re- really fell in love with that show and then all of a sudden, you know, I I've been did I even share that I was, you know, losing weight? I don't even know know if I've said that yet. So anyway, in my pursuit of a balanced life, I've been trying to get more healthy. As many of you who listen to this podcast, you do know that I basically left my career in insurance behind and I am back in dis, or January of 2008. I've been working for myself and working from home. And I started this business with very little. I mean, actually, I started this business with nothing uh, other than my experience and a community of people who said, go, Cliff, you can do it. We're here to support you. And I'm like, okay, let's go for it. And naively and innocently, I decided I can do this thing. And of course, what I found is that it's a lot of work. And thankfully, I had a lot of passion and determination and all this other stuff to just go for it. And, and that's what it takes. It takes determination and, and a bunch of other things. In fact, if you want to hear the whole story, I did episode 425 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. It's called uh, Follow Your Passion and the Money Will Follow. You can find it at gspn.tv slash passion. gspn.tv slash passion. And so basically, I I started back in May of this year recognizing and realizing, you know what, some serious things have to change in my life. I've been battling with being overweight, actually obese, uh, for quite some time. And and it wasn't helping that I was getting up in the morning, coming down to my studio, working all day, sometimes 14 hours, 16 hours a day when I first tried to get this business off the ground, and and then going to bed late, and I'm talking like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and then getting up at 8 or 9, and sometimes, if depending on if I went to bed at 5, I might sleep until 10. It was, my life was out of control, and I had actually got to the point where I weighed 268 pounds. Uh, that, was, that was an all-time high for me. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I decided I, I'm going to do something about it, and I tried a bunch of different things. Uh, gained a little bit of it, uh, gained a little bit. I, I achieved a little bit of success here and there. Had some great things that I was doing, but you know, I would fall off the bandwagon every other month or so, and I would get back at it and fall off the wagon, get back at it, and well. May of this year, some big things happened in my life, and it was the result of probably my time in the hospital in January where I literally almost died. And I'm not just exaggerating, which sometimes I tend to do, but I'm not exaggerating when I say I almost died in the hospital, and and the hospital almost negligently killed me. Uh, It it was that bad. So with, with that being said... Um, I made it through that ordeal, but it was a life-changing event for me. And it took me, it took me about a month and a half to recover from that. And then once I recovered from that, I still didn't take the the clues or the cues that my body was giving me. And so basically what I decided is that I am going to try to make some changes in my life. And, you know, I thought about it and I never really got it off the ground until finally one day I I felt some kind of, um, you know, medical concern come up and it happened to do with, you know, losing some sensation in, in my pinky finger on my left hand. And of course, you know, being overweight and having family history of diabetes and you're okay. So you're asking, okay, Cliff, this is podcast answer, man. This isn't pursuing a balanced life, right? Hang in there with me. Hang in there with me. I, I promise you this is going to get into some technical stuff soon enough. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I recognize that I'm starting to have a medical condition that I thought may be leading me towards you know, some issues of diabetes and, and what have you. And I'm like, okay, this scared the crud out of me. So you know, May 2009 of this year, uh, actually it was the end of April, and a friend of mine in the community, his name is Richard, He's from the UK. He wrote something in my health, fitness, and accountability section of the gspn.tv forum. And he says, hey, Cliff, you know, I haven't seen you walking for a while. And, and you know, 
tomorrow is May 1st. What a better time than the first of the month or the first of May to actually get out there and, and, and get back at it. Well, that was all the motivation I needed on top of, the, you know, what happened to me in January and the fact that I was having this, you know, very uh, high anxiety medical situation with my finger. And, and so I'm like, you know what? You're right. I do need to get out. And by golly, I changed everything in my life. I made big changes. And I'm not talking about going on a diet because I am not on a diet and have not been on, on a diet since May 1st. But I made some big changes in my life. And as a result, I've lost 40 pounds from May 1st all the way up through this Monday, which right now it's it's September 24th as I'm recording this. So I've lost 40 pounds in what is that? Uh, let's see. That's nine or four months. So yeah, it, it, it's been a really amazing journey. And I started to get interested in this show, The Biggest Looters, Loser. I'd never really watched it before. But Father Roderick had been talking about it quite a bit. And so I decided this season and, and my wife also decided uh, to to watch it. And we decided to watch it as a family, The Biggest Loser. And we were talking about it. And Father Roderick says, hey, I would love to do a Biggest Loser fan podcast. Would you be interested in doing it with me? And... I'm like, well, yeah, that would be excellent. And so we decided that we would do this and we pretty much put it all together within the course of the last 24 hours, really. And we launched our first episode this morning. We recorded at 6 a.m. And we recorded two more episodes this afternoon. In fact, just an hour ago, we were recording two episodes back to back. And if you go to biggestloserpodcast.com, I really encourage you to check it out. It is it is a fun podcast, and even if you've never watched the television show Biggest Loser, I encourage you to check out at least the first episode, minimum the first episode. Try it out, and and okay. So how can I tie in all of that to podcasting? Well, my friends, let me tell you what's going to happen as a benefit of this. Okay, number one, I mean, there's the obvious benefit to me, which I know all about, and that is I have yet another person to walk with me in the journey of living a more healthy life, which for me, having that additional uh, accountability, that in additional encouragement and inspiration from, from Father Roderick, who is a very close friend of mine, that's going to be a huge benefit. All right, so where's that fit into podcasting? All right, well, not only that, but I'm also going to have the benefit of yet having another podcast that's devoted to me, you know, living out my life on purpose, which, by the way, remember a couple episodes back, I talked about podcasting with a purpose. And if you haven't heard that one, go back into the archives and see if you can find it. Podcasting with a purpose. And so, uh, you know, so I have another podcast that's in, that's going to put me out there and and basically it's going to motivate me not to let down even a larger number of people. Before I had Pursuing a Balanced Life, now I'm going to have this Biggest Loser fan podcast. So, but, you know, there's another thing that I've been talking about. And, you, you know, I don't know, what am I on? Episode 128 now? Is that where I'm at today? I think so. 120. Out of 127 prior episodes, you've probably heard me say this a lot, but one of the greatest ways to increase the size of your audience is to network with other podcasters, to really build relationships with them and, and not just do it. By the way, it, it, it you will be sniffed out as quick as possible if your only desire for building a relationship with another podcaster is so that you can gain more listeners to your podcast. You have ulterior, if that's your ulterior motive for building a relationship, it ain't going to happen. You can just throw in the towel now. But I will tell you, building relationships with other podcasters has many benefits. And number one, you, there's the shared passion of podcasting. All right. First and foremost, there's the shared passion of podcasting. And and I'm sure that you could probably find other podcasters in your niche audience or niche field, your niche topic that are doing some great shows and and listen to their shows, you know, and 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 leave them valuable feedback, provide content for them, you know, be a source of an additional value to them on a consistent basis. And over time, a friendship may occur as a result of that. And I will tell you that right now, out of the listeners that I have to gspn.tv, which this show is included in, 
I would say I probably have somewhere between 2,000 to 3,000 subscribers to our content that are directly related to hearing about me from Father Roderick and actually specifically the Daily Breakfast Podcast, which is one of my, it, it, actually, no, I'm sorry. It is my favorite podcast, the Daily Breakfast Podcast over at sqpn.com. And I just leave a lot of feedback for Father Roderick, and that's how, how a friendship has built over time. Now, here's the thing. I have tens of thousands of subscribers to gspn.tv. Father Roderick has a similar-sized audience to the stuff that's going over at sqpn.com. And again, this, is, this was not my motivation for, for saying, yeah, let's do this thing. Let's do this, uh, you know, co-production together so that I can, oh man, this is just going to blow the numbers through the roof and it's going to do a lot of great things. I mean, that's just an obvious byproduct and and I would be lying with you, to you if I told you that I wasn't excited about the the potential of, of the cross-pollinization even further of our audiences doing a podcast together consistently. So, I mean, I would have to guess, this is just a rough estimate. I would have to guess that there is pro- there's the likelihood that as a result of doing this podcast together with Father Roderick, that he will probably pick up an additional uh, two to 3,000 uh, community members of SQPN from gspn.tv over the course of the next year. And I will, I, I'm, I'm going to estimate just based upon what I know when, you know, by leaving feedback and interacting with other podcasters, getting mentions on podcasts and all this other stuff, I would, I would be willing to say that I will also pick up about two to 3,000 new subscribers that are not currently subscribed to any of my shows as a result of Father Roderick talking about and getting excited about this new podcast that we produce together. And over time, they will hear our friendship and they will learn about it and they will, they will say, you know what, this Cliff guy, I, I never thought I would be interested in hearing somebody else's podcast or anybody's take on this. But man, I, you know, I like this content and, and many of them will subscribe to over here. So I'm really excited about that. And, and that's why I wanted to share it with you. But also I want to just tell you, and, and by the way, here you are. How many of you have ever heard of Father Roderick before? You know, I recognize and I know for a fact that, you know, it's been since episode 92 since I have recorded a podcast with Father Roderick for this podcast. And so I'm not sure how much I've mentioned him since then. So if you take 128 minus 92 with my calculator, because I'm horrible at math and I'd never do math uh, anymore uh, live during a podcast recording without a calculator. So it's been 36 episodes. There are lots of you. There are literally hundreds of you who are subscribed to this podcast and have never heard episode 92. So with that, now you're hearing about Father Roderick and sqpn.com. And by the way, if you just go to Biggest Loser podcast.com and you click on the about page there'll be a little bio there eventually a full bio for both of us on that site and you'll be able to see you know just you know who father roderick is and and i can guarantee you out of all of you who are listening to this and there's a couple thousand of you listening to this podcast i'm willing to bet that somewhere between two or three hundred of you just from this podcast alone is going to go and check out BiggestLoserPodcast.com. I, I just know what's going to happen. And, and I'll be, as a matter of fact, there are ways for me to track that and, and all kinds of exciting stuff. So anyway, I say that to say that, you know, have you thought about connecting with other podcasters? And especially, one thing I want to tell you, get rid of the idea that these people are your competition because they're not. They are not your competition. In fact, I'm going to tell you uh, uh, somebody who really gets this. Podcasters, uh, let's see, podcasterstudio.com. Let me see if that pulls it up. Podcasters with an S, studio.com. I'm going to tell you right now, this is from my friend Ray. And yes, that is the right domain, or, or I should say it is the correct domain. In fact, I'm going to put this... Uh, to do to do to do uh, one second. I'm making sure that I put a link to uh, podcastersstudio.com in the show notes. Anyway, um, he just did an interview with me. 
All right. This is a guy who does a podcast about podcasting, you know, and and he spent um, he spent an entire episode interviewing me, which is basically a, a full blown commercial for me as a consultant uh, and somebody who sells equipment. And and why did he do that? He's it's because he understands that I am not his competition. By the way, you guys who are listening to this, okay, how many of you? I would say somewhere between two or three hundred of you are going to check out the Biggest Loser. You're going to listen to at least one episode. I know that just statistically. Now, I can guarantee you that more than that will eventually go and look at Podcaster Studio. In fact, I I would say a very, and I don't know the the numbers because I I really haven't you know. Uh, sent you to a lot of other, you know, podcasts about podcasting. But here's the thing. This is a niche audience audience out there. And I know that there are those of you who have out there who have found our podcast and you've gone and downloaded and listened to every single episode of Podcast Answer Man. And what that tells me is that if you if all of us all of a sudden you find another podcast about podcasting and it sounds good, it's got good quality and it's got great information in it. You're going to go and subscribe to it and you're not going to get enough of it. You're going to go hear it and you're going to listen to it. And so, see, by him interviewing me, instead of being concerned that everybody's going to leave him, what he's getting is he's getting the benefit of me sending a lot of people his way because I just now told everybody, hey, I was just interviewed for the podcaster studio, which I probably, if I'm not mistaken, I'll probably be in episode number 12 because I see episode 11's on there and it's not the one with me. And we just recorded it, I think, last night or the night before. My days run together. I had to drink a drink of water there. Anyway, so, yeah, work together with other podcasters. Connect with them. And I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm connected with a bunch of podcasters right now and very well connected. And, and uh, you know, I get mentions on their shows on a consistent basis. And it's not because I've paid them. It's not because of... I'm begging them to mention my show. It's just that we're friends and that's what friends do. I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, for example, and of course this one's, these are going to be very low on the scale of how many of you will check out, but you know, check out, uh, let's see, I think it's the, is it the fringe podcast or fringe podcast.com? Uh, let me see if that is, uh, podcast.com. I want to see if this is my friend, Daryl. Uh, welcome to Andrew Given. Uh, nope. I think it's thefringepodcast.com. Let me try that one. And uh, my, I think I've got a process. No, I don't have a process running in the background. I don't know why it's taking so long. All right, there we go. Yes, thefringepodcast.com. Head over there. And, oh, matter of fact, I didn't even remember this, but I, I certainly never asked for this. But go to thefringepodcast.com. This will actually increase the number uh, of you who will at least go to the site. Uh, check it out, thefringepodcast.com. On the right-hand side, you're going to see a link to, to Podcast Answer Man, podcast webinars, and you're also going to see a link to podcasting equipment. By the way, Daryl, if, if you get an opportunity, I'd love to talk to you about instead of um, linking to podcast webinars, I'd love to just change that to the album artwork for podcastanswerman.com and just having them send to just podcast answer man because I haven't done a lot of webinars recently and uh, you know I'd hate to lose any of that traffic but uh, if since you're sending it my way but the fringe pod the fringe podcast.com uh, also there's another uh, friend of mine that does podcasting it's um uh, let's see media let me see here media voiceovers voiceovers.com and this is Wayne Henderson and Wayne Henderson is doing a lot of great stuff. In fact, he's got uh, a fringe podcast as well. He also has a lost podcast. He has a general podcast called Tuning In with Wayne Henderson. And he also has the voiceover journey. And of course, if you need voiceover work, he can also do voiceovers for you. Uh, you know, sometimes you just want a little extra different voice or something like that for the intro of your podcast. He, he can do those over at mediavoiceovers.com. And also there is uh, nkybeekeeper.com, friend of mine. You've got the ramennoodle.com. You've got um, areyoujustwatching.com. The, I could go on, probably. I could probably sit here for an hour 
and link and give you links for all the different podcasters that I'm connected to. And again, it's not necessarily, of course, I, I, it, okay, I'll have to admit, it's a little easier for me to connect to podcasting or to podcasters and to build that relationship. Well, because, well, I do a lot of podcasts about podcasting. So obviously they, they find me and we build that relationship. It's a little bit, um, just a little natural, but anyway, the idea there, the concept is build relationships with other people in the podcasting, in the new media community, you know, get to know bloggers who blog about the same topic that you podcast about, mention their blog, plug their blog, uh, you know, comment on their blog, you know, get to know those people that those are the kinds of things that I want to just tell you about real quick. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't have any idea if I actually finished any of the thoughts that I originally started this podcast with, but that doesn't matter because we're moving on to the next thing. And that is, I want to talk about the power of Twitter. And I did cover this in social media serenity. So for those of you who are rec- listening to the live recording and you are here for social media serenity, uh, you're not experiencing deja vu. I am repeating myself. Uh, because I, I thought it was great to talk about the power of Twitter there and, you know, the whole, you know, Twitter haters just, you know, take that uh, is the is the whole thing. But let me tell you about what I've done in, in my in my business here for Podcast Answer Man. And that is and, and of course, this applies for you just instead of trying to sell equipment. Imagine this trying to go out and find people to listen to your podcast, uh, you know, finding people who are, you know, do you have a niche audience? And by the way, if you don't have a niche audience, may I suggest scrapping your podcast and getting a niche audience? Just a, just a thought. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking in the chat room. You got uh, Katia and Kylie Mack, the Katia and Kylie Mack show. Great podcast. It's a niche podcast. You know why? Because it's specifically about, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's about a, Two women who are in France, living in France, but they are not from France. I, I think Katia is from Australia, and if I'm not mistaken, Kylie is from or Kathy is here from um the, is from the United States. But they're they're living as ac- expats in France, and you know there's there's a whole niche audience, and of course that's that's a pretty niche audience, by the way. Uh, but anyway, the, you know, the NKY beekeeper, it's about beekeeping, you know, it, it, that, that drills it down. And so you go and you try to find people who are interested in beekeeping. You try to find people who are moving to France for the first time and have never grew up there or never lived there, but they're looking to live there. How do you find those people? Well, it's the same way that I find people who are looking to buy podcasting audio equipment. And that is I go to search.twitter. Dot com again that's search.twitter.com and uh, when you go to search.twitter.com you are able to do a search for what people are saying in it really in real time although you can also go back and and one day I had a little bit of free time on my hand which has been a long time since this has happened and I'm very thankful for that but I'm sure there'll be days in the future where I'll I'll be slower than normal and and I'll be out trying to drum up business and well this happened to be what was going on one day so I went to search.twitter.com and I typed in the the phrase Heil PR40. And the reason why I searched for Heil PR40 was because, well, that's the most popular item that I sell right next to the, right next to the Edderall R-09. In fact, actually, I think they're probably right neck and neck right now. I need to go look at my uh, stuff. Anyway, um, I, you know, you go online and in fact, I actually see uh, right here as I'm searching, I look and see uh, six days ago, Somebody who has the Twitter ID of MHGL, he, uh, and by the way, his name is Rodney. He says he actually tweeted six days ago that says, I still want to Heil PR40, and I still don't know what the it's WTF I would use it for. And so I actually sent him an at reply. Now, I can't send him a direct message because he doesn't know who I am. I've never, I don't even know who he is. So I can't send him a direct message because you can only send direct messages to people that you, that follow you. So I send him an at reply and I say at MHGL. And then I said, hey, Rodney, 
and and where did I get his name? Well, I clicked on his ID, took me takes me to his profile page, and it says his name. And so I knew it was Rodney. So I said at MHGL, and I say, Hey Rodney, still looking for a Heil PR40? I have a great price on that mic and other equipment at podcastanswerman.com. And so basically, I I sent that out, and of course, you know what. He, um, I haven't sold anything to him yet, but he has been interacting with me on Twitter and that's pretty cool, right? Well, let me give you something that happened uh, back in April of 2009 and the same thing had happened. In fact, I'm going to go to uh, gspn.tv slash blog because I blogged about this the other day and I'm going to read to you the tweet that I had found on Let's see here that I had found on Twitter and this is what it said. It basically it was from this guy named Lee Andrew, whoever he is, but his, his Twitter ID is at Lee L E E Andrew. And it said this just sold my Heil PR 20 mic to, uh, so basically also, uh, now I need to save up the money for a Heil PR 40 mic and also a shock mount shock mount won't be cheap dot 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 so basically here's a tweet that this guy named lee andrew uh and it was two it was done two days before i had done this search so it was done two days before just two days ago and he's talking about saving up money for a high lpr 40 and i know he's desperately wanting this high lpr 40 because he just sold a high lpr 20 so that he would have some of the money to go with it or to go toward it so I knew that this is somebody who would be anxious to, to buy it if I could offer it at a very good price. And in fact, I can because I'm able to sell it lower than what the minimum advertised price is. I'm not allowed to advertise it for less than the minimum advertised price, but I certainly can sell it lower than that. So that's what I was going to offer him. So this is what I said. I said, at Lee Andrew, I have a great, tell me if this actually sounds uh, uh, familiar at all as to what I just did a couple days ago. At Lee Andrew. I have a great price on the Heil PR40. Email me at cliff at podcastanswerman.com if interested in the details. Well, guess what? He did email me, and he was interested in the details, and I gave him the details, and through the conversation, I found out that he lived in the UK, which is not a problem. I actually ship internationally quite often. However, the cost can become somewhat price prohibitive, especially if that eats away at the savings that you thought you were going to get by buying something from me. So turns out I contact this guy via Twitter, try to sell him something. He has no idea who I am from anybody else. And and he's like, you know, you know, well, uh, unfortunately, that's not going to work out. So I figure, okay, well, it didn't hurt to try. And what could I lose, right? That's exactly the way you need to look at this stuff. What can I lose? But the question becomes, what can I gain? And I would love to just now for you, if you don't mind, the next minute, couple minutes here is going to be told by Lee Andrew. And here is his audio right now. Hey, I'm Lee Andrew, formerly from the UK, now from Germany. And I'm a GSPN.TV Plus member. Back in April of 2009, I had sent out a message on Twitter that I was saving up money to buy a high PR40 microphone. Shortly after, Cliff Ravenscraft contacted me with a reply that he could offer me a high mic for a great price. Since I was in England at that time, the shipping cost would have been too expensive and I decided that was the end of that. However, this could not have been further from the truth. I later decided to check out who Cliff was on his profile and found gspn.tv. It quickly became obvious to me that this was more than just a collection of awesomely produced shows in high quality. After listening to just a few episodes, I was immediately hooked and subscribed to more than 25 shows. The quality of the content and the quality of the sound amazed me beyond belief. I have since not only been accepted by the great GSPN community, but also participated greatly and became very involved with GSPN. I love the shows that Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft produce and can hardly wait each week for more. What also continues to amaze me is that GSPN has influenced my life greatly. Thanks to Cliff, I now keep myself fit and live a healthier life by going out walking and watching what I eat. It is unbelievable how much encouragement 
and support you can get from the community. The same goes for assistance and help you might need with a problem you have, no matter what that may be. There are not many places you can say, I feel really welcome and at home here. I am so grateful Cliff contacted me via Twitter that day, otherwise I would have missed out on this great community, great content and a whole lot more. As always, thank you very much and take care. Did you hear what he just said? I am so grateful that Cliff tried to sell me something as a cold call on Twitter. I mean, I don't know if you got that, but that's what I just heard. I am so grateful that Cliff tried to sell me something on Twitter. You know, that he had no idea who I was, had no clue. He he stalked me by seeing if anybody out there wrote anything by about a Heil PR40. And boy, am I glad he did. So what are you afraid of? Search.twitter.com. You know, here, here's 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 the thing, and I'm doing this live, and and you know, I'm sitting here thinking about the beekeepers, right? So nkybeekeeper.com. I'm going to, I'm going right now. Search.twitter.com, and I'm just going to type in beekeeper, and I'm not sure if it's one word or two, so I'm just going to type in as one word, and uh, check this out. Here is um, this guy named Bozo. Let's see, Bozo Mind. And he's got something about uh, barefoot beekeeper. Uh, let's see here. And then Catherine TRS says, what is he like the beekeeper? Uh, Fox 26 is, um, I can't, interviewing a beekeeper in studio full of bees. Uh, sweet. Uh, and then, so there's a lot of ton. There's a ton of information in here. So my friend who is in the chat room, uh, the my friend over there at NKY Beekeeper, Mike, and I'm actually putting a search link in here where you can go get the results that I just got about all this stuff that is about beekeeping. So here's the deal: if you find somebody, oh look at this, custom mufflers actually says Georgia Beekeeper Association fall meeting. Registration and breakfast 7 a.m. Blah 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 blah. Looking forward to it. All right, so. I guarantee you, if you contact Custom Mufflers and say, hey, I saw your link or your Twitter post about the Georgia Beekeeper Association. Obviously, Unfortunately, I'm in Northern Kentucky. But hey, I want to let you know, um, I do a podcasting called the NKY Beekeeper, Beekeeping Podcast or whatever. And I guarantee you that person's going to be interested. Or there's at least a very, very high likelihood uh, that he, you know, he's going to be interested. So definitely reach out to these people. Oh, th- look at this. Um, Robbie Crane, I need a beekeeper suit or at least a hat to walk across. Ca- oh, okay. That was a joke. <laughs> I, I thought somebody was looking for beekeeping gear. And what, a you know, as a podcaster, what about being the answer for that? Um, so yeah, beekeeping. I mean, who would have thought beekeeping on Twitter? And there are just literally tons and tons of responses for it. So that's that's pretty much what I wanted to share with you there. That story I thought was interesting. And it doesn't matter what your brand is. Are you are you the residential architect? You know, are you are you the the you know Joe Gardner? You know, the growing a greener world guy. You know, I remember he hired me to consult with him, and I remember. Uh, you know, basically having uh, Joe find Twitter for the very first time. And he's like, wow. And now he's connected with all these people who are really into gardening. And, you know, I, I think it's I think it's really awesome. I, I, I think it's a great way to market your brand, your service, your product, your whatever you have. Reach out. I mean, and of course, the only thing I will say is that you want to be careful because every time you put an at reply out there, uh, you are putting that out into your timeline. And of course, for me, I, I haven't looked in a while, but let me just see here. I've got 2,176 people following me on Twitter right now. I don't think they want to see me spending my afternoon, you know, Twitter spamming people is what they would actually view it as. And so I do these not back to back, back to back, but I might do one a day or sometimes two a day for three days straight. Uh, my, my Twitter u- followers will usually put up with something like that. 
And so just be be cautious that you don't spend like an hour reaching out to 17 people with at replies. In fact, a little hint between me and you, uh, check this, go to Twitter. Let me see if this will work. Uh, Twitter.com slash follow GSPN. Try it out. Twitter.com slash follow GSPN. And when you go there, it says, uh, in fact, it says, I only use this account to respond to search, uh, to, re- to respond to searches. Follow me at twitter.com slash GSPN. That's actually on the wallpaper in the background. And then over on my profile, my web, you know how you can have a web link? It's actually linked to my real Twitter profile. And then in my bio, it says, my real Twitter ID is GSPN. I only use this account to send pretty much spam messages, but I actually put to send at replies on searches. And and basically, uh, that's all I do. That That's the only thing that goes into there is me trying to promote other things. And this way, the, you know, the 2,000 some odd people who are following me, they don't get spam, you know, their timeline doesn't get filled up with me trying to sell stuff on Twitter. So just another thing to think about if you decide to go that route. All right, Jerilyn called in and asked a question and she says, uh, I know you don't edit your edit your shows anymore to save time, but my question is when working with a partner, co-host, or guest speaker uh, and you as the producer, uh, let's see here, okay, what do you do if you as the producer think the conversation is a bit dull or kind of blah or not very dynamic or funny? Do you just go with it? Do you try to redirect the conversation somehow or wait until the recording is over and then maybe not release it? I know, oh goodness, I just moved my document around. Um, I know with Stephanie, you don't have that problem, but I am wondering if it has ever come up and, or what, let's see, or what you do when you feel a podcast isn't quite 100% what you want. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. All right, Gerilyn, here are some of my thoughts on that. Number one, if you you have a co-host that you just aren't feeling it, you know, it, 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 you re, you're you're done recording and you're not feeling it, and it happens just once. Uh, you know, maybe you do some creative editing. I've I've done that before, and back in the early days, there, you know, Stephanie and I all weren't always the greatest podcasting partners. I'll have to admit that, and and of course back then I was a perfectionist, and I remember deleting just way too much content out of con- out of the shows. With all, you know, in, in fairness of myself, though, we would record a, we wanted to record a 40 to 60 minute episode and we always ended up recording for two and a half hours and I had to edit it down to one hour. So sure, a lot get cut on the cutting room floor, but unfortunately, and I look back and I, I think how stupid was I, I, I really cut out a lot of the things that my wife said that did, maybe weren't said with the right inflection or stuff like that. And it was just really ridiculous of me because it was my wife. I mean, for goodness sake, it, it, it was my wife. And so I made some really terrible editing decisions back then. Now, let's just say you're in a situation where that comes up every now and then. You do some creative editing. You can do that. No problem at all. You, you, have I ever recorded a podcast and not released the episode? Absolutely. Actually, never uh, yeah, never with a co-host. I've never done that with a where I had a co-host, but I have released or have recorded content that I recorded myself. Didn't feel like it went too well, and uh, I I just dump, I dumped it and not just not release it, but deleted it altogether. All right. Now there have been some episodes that I've received released or recorded with some co-hosts. And I'll be honest with you, I just wasn't feeling it after the episode. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is the worst episode. Matter of fact, today's uh, Family from the Heart, not quite sure that I really feel like it was up to par. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that I really ain't feeling it. Okay, I know that's really bad English, but I'm just not. It, 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 it is not on par with what I want Family from the Heart to be. Now, the thing is, though, <coughs> excuse me. The thing is, though, I'm putting it out. It is it is an episode. It was recorded, has conversation in there. And let me tell you, every single time I've done this, 
every time I've recorded a family from the heart or I recorded another podcast with the co-host and I didn't feel like it was up to snuff when I put it out into the feed inevitably those sometimes are the podcasts where people say wow that was amazing I can't tell you how inspired I am by that conversation or you said something that you know and matter of fact this is what really gets me is when somebody says oh my gosh Cliff you don't know this. this is the first time I'm writing in but you said something in episode number blah, 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 blah. And I don't know if you remember, it was the episode where you talked about X, Y, Z. And you said blah, blah, blah. And it has changed my life forever. And I've had people say that. And I mean, and I remember specifically, it's like, oh my gosh, that's the episode I, I thought was the worst episode ever. And here it is. It was so inspirational. And, and that person thinks that it was the greatest episode. And it's, completely helped them change the cor- the the course of their own journey in whether it be their employment, their physical health, whether it be their financial situation, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to see how the audience reacts. Now, if you are recording week after week after week after week and you're just not feeling it, um, I will tell you, it becomes very difficult to actually continue podcasting without passion. And you have to have passion. I really believe that. And if you don't have passion and it, and it just becomes a chore to do this and the, the what, oh goodness, that the conversation is a bit dull or kind of blah or it's not very dynamic, you're not very engaged, you know, it, it, you, you do that a couple of weeks and you're just going to get sick. You'll just pod fade anyway. I mean, it, it, you'll naturally burn yourself out. So in that situation, as long as it's not your spouse, I suggest dumping your co-host and getting a new one. I, I, I do. Um, and, you know, and, and for those of you who are out there thinking about bringing in a co-host, uh, I'd be thinking about this one before you bring them on. All right. I would definitely think about bringing them uh, about whether or not they're going to be a good host. In fact, let me tell you, let me tell you what I do before I bring somebody on. I have conversations with them before I offer anything. And I never offer a co-hosting situation unless I have had really dynamic conversation with somebody. I'll give you a perfect example of this. Uh, Andy Traub is in the chat room. And I don't know. Was it three weeks ago? Maybe, no. Okay. It's been more than that. Six weeks ago, I don't think I knew who Andy was. Never heard of the guy. And then all of a sudden, one day, he I, I don't remember even how we met. It, it, we just He came into the show uh, chat room one day while I'm recording live or stuff like that, re, re, you know, emailing each other back and forth. Um he said he's in the chat room. He says, I started stalking you. Uh, but anyway, he started to conver- have conversations in chat rooms with me. We exchanged a couple of emails. And then all of a sudden, one day we got to talking via Skype. We got on kind of like a phone call over the Internet here. And uh, we just had a conversation. And and I could just tell you that it, we kind of had that. There was a, like it's, there was chemistry you know love is in the air anyway no seriously you know what i'm saying you you get to have a conversation with somebody and and all of a sudden you play off of each other very well and and when when i feel that energy happen then all of a sudden it's like wow this is this is good conversation matter of fact it's like i really wish we weren't having this conversation just between the two of us right now because i see so much value in what we're discussing. And sure, I'm getting something out of this. And sure, you're getting something out of this. But do you realize if this was recorded, how many people would benefit from what we just talked about for the last 15 minutes? That's when, when I feel that way, that's when I know I have a potential co-host on my, on my hands. And so I basically, it was, I think it was that first conversation, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, but I think it was, I think it was that first time we ever talked, I had offered him a co-hosting position on gspn.tv, which is my life's work. My life, it's my blood, sweat and tear. And I brought him on right then and there. And, and you know what? I don't regret it for a second because I knew from that moment that Dude, th- this is somebody that I want to podcast with. This is somebody. When Father Roderick came along, I knew who he was. That's a no-brainer, my friends. 
go check out biggestloserpodcast.com. I don't care if you don't care about getting healthy. I don't care if you don't care about uh, the Biggest Loser TV show. Just go listen to the dynamic between the two of us and how we interact. And Kylie Mack says it in the chat room. She's saying it right now. Sometimes you just know. And you know what? The opposite of that opposite of that is true. Sometimes when it's not meant to work out, sometimes you just know. You, you see where I'm coming from? You just know. So anyway, Gerilyn, I hope that helps. And if you're in a situation, and I don't know who it is, and, and hopefully it's not your husband or something. <laughs> and, and if it is, you know what? You get through it. You get through it. Because I, I, I tell you, folks, who's in the chat room right now that who completely understands that Stephanie and I simply were not on the same page, you know, three and a half, four years ago. But we are so on the same page today, 96% of the time. And I, and I mean that completely. And I can say 96% of the time because I can actually literally say 96 out of every 100 episodes that we produce because we've produced here at GSPN more than 1,700 episodes and Stephanie's in a majority of them. And so we haven't always had the greatest conversations. Sometimes we don't, sometimes, sometimes we just had an argument, not like a drop, drop down, uh, anyway, not that we had, you know, a fight where that we hate each other or anything like that, but we, we just had a major disagreement and then all of a sudden we're scheduled for a show and boom, hit record. Hello everybody. And she's like, hi, I'm Stephanie. And I'm like, that's not going to cut it take two. And I'm like, oh, this is horrible. But you just get through some of those. So if it's if it's not all the time, Gerilyn, I say, you know, try to stick it out, work through it and, and, and see how things go. Hopefully that helps. Now I am going to turn it over to a testimonial. This is a friend of mine. Now I actually do consider him a friend and I love this. Building relationships with your own personal business client. Okay, own personal, with your business clients. I love my, that my business clients become friends over a short period of time. Anyway, this is David Doucette. He just started a brand new podcast and here's what he had to say. And, and this is unsolicited and I, I just want to say thank you right now in advance. And here's what David had to say. Hey, Cliff, this is David Doucette of the Approachable Architect podcast. And I just wanted to give you a really big shout out and let your listeners know how much you've really helped me out over the past month. I contacted you about a month ago with very little knowledge of podcasting and podcasting equipment. And you really steered me in the right direction with the equipment. I wanted to do this for my business. So it was very important that everything sounded great. I purchased a nice package from you that included the Heil PR40, which is a fantastic microphone, by the way, and also the Ederall digital recorder, which is very cool as well. So about a month later from when I talked to you, I released my first podcast, which sounds professional. It sounds great. And I really couldn't have done any of it without you. Your guidance on the equipment purchase, as well as some consulting time that you spent with me was beyond my wildest dreams. And the fact that in less than a month, I went from knowing very little to being able to produce a pro quality sounding podcast has just been great. So thank you so much, Cliff, and keep up the great work. David, thank you so much. It's been an honor to work with you. And I tell you, I, I, I'm always excited. I'm excited, especially when somebody takes, you know, the initiative to get the to get the good equipment. And of course, I work with people that'll, you know, whatever they decide to get. But uh, but no, I, I, I he, he you know, when somebody goes and they get the high LPR 40, they get they they take the time to go ahead and, and hire me to to consult with them, to, to walk, walk through a couple things. It, it really does make a difference. And, and I know that this is going to sound a little over compressed because I'm going to play his uh, podcast here. By the way, res. Let's see. Reside. It's, it's, it's actually residearchitecture.com. And I'm uh, going to play just a little clip here of his podcast. And, the uh, Approachable Architect Podcast, episode number one. Now, his audio is a little bit um, over-compressed here, and we're talking about that. In fact, I'm working Welcome with him on this. The Approachable Architect Podcast, a discussion of topics... He actually had this done, and they sent it to him as an MP3, and it's been and compressed, building. then recompressed, then recompressed again. 
but listen to his audio. And now, here's your host, the approachable architect, David Doucette. Welcome, everybody, to the premiere episode of the Approachable Architect podcast. My name is David Doucette. We have a great show for you lined up today. We're going to be talking about what is a podcast, what exactly does an architect do, what is the difference between an architect and a designer, and when do you need an architect? All of that coming up right now. All right, welcome. I'm coming to you. From- All right, so there you go. That is that. Now, folks, can I tell you, that's his very, very first episode ever. First episode ever, and that's how it sounds right out of the gate. And yes, uh, the compression is is really terrible right there, uh, but uh, it, it's not it's not a problem. We know exactly what the issue is, and uh, I'll I'll just say it right here. Um, basically, he had somebody do voiceover work. I am I'm assuming that the original voice or the original music that the announcer guy, the voiceover guy. Uh, used I, I'm assuming that was originally an mp3 and not an uncompressed wave file and then the announcer guy recorded his announcing voice or his introduction for this podcast over top of that then compressed it okay then shipped that as an mp3 file to David and then what David did is opened it up in audacity and unfortunately he he basically did some changes he added a little bit extra length to the music or something like that and when he opened it in audacity he saved it in audacity which of course my friends those of you who have listened forever say it with me it is the lame encoder and so yeah it, it is it basically that is exactly what that lame encoder does and and it, and it really over compresses everything and so and of course those of you who are hearing it live you hear it as i hear it because it's coming over your stream but those of you who are hearing this in this podcast episode number 128 you're even getting it compressed even another time so it, we're i'm working with him on that hopefully his we're hoping that his voiceover guy, whoever he hired to do that, can can send him an uncompressed wave uh, version of it. If not, at least get the original MP3, and we can show him out how to add the uh, add the additional length to music. He is using Adobe Audition now, as you know, because he had he wanted to get a better sound. And uh, basically, he he's using Adobe Audition. We're going to show him how to do that and how to save that as a WAV file so that it doesn't get recompressed, recompressed, recompressed. So we're going to work with him on that. And in fact, I think he's uh, setting up a, another consulting call this coming week. So, but anyway, not bad for his first podcast. And uh, you know what? It's already fifty-seven minutes, and um, I am going to go ahead and click this music right here. I had no idea that I'd be able to fill an entire hour with just talking about those few items, but hopefully you found this valuable. This, see, this is for me. The stuff that I talked about in this episode, a little weird for me. I already talked about the Twitter story before, and then I opened it up with all of that goofy, you know, hey, I'm starting a new podcast and I'm losing weight and blah, 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 blah. For me, I'm thinking, okay, how does that have anything to do with podcasting? Are you guys even interested in it? And this is one of those things uh, for you, Jerry Lynn. Think about this. I'm not all that crazy about the first 20 minutes of this podcast. But I, I knowing what I know about my audience, I understand that they're going to they're gonna listen to that and they're going to gain a lot of value out of just hearing about something that I take for granted every day, which is networking with podcasters, which is podcasting with a purpose and having... Wow, those were two plosive P's. Mm, wow. But anyway, you get the feel. I, I believe that most of you who are listening to this, you're probably thinking, that's a great episode. And I'm thinking, eh, I give it about a 6 or 7 out of 10. Eh, maybe maybe even a 5.5 is what I give this episode. That's, that's where I'm rating it in my mind. Where do you rate it? Why don't you go to podcastanswerman.com, go to the episode show notes for 128, leave me a comment and tell me what your rating would be. How would you rate this? On a scale of 1 to 10, out of Podcast Answer Man episodes, what do you think? Do you agree with me? 5.5? Do you think it's a 2? You know, tell me. And of course, if not, then, you know, you think it's an 8 or a 9? I, I doubt that. But, you know, whatever you think it is, that's what matters. 
and let me know. I'm, I'm okay with that. And so I'd love to hear from you. Hey, I want your, I want your calls, your questions, your comments. And by the way, I want to say to Jeff right now, you've given me some additional thoughts about sponsorship in our last show. I even introduced that we were going to talk about that today. Out of time. Actually, I'm not out of time. As a podcaster, I could actually make this a you know, four-hour podcast if I wanted to. But I've got other stuff that I need to record. And uh, there's always next week, my friends. And I thank you for subscribing. If you do need any professional audio equipment, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, whether it be a microphone, a mixer, whether it be some cables and uh, you know telephone interface devices, uh, all that other stuff, give me a call. And of course, if you want a podcast evaluation, I'm actually getting a lot of these podcast evaluations in. Great, great stuff. And, you know, I love doing this service, listening to your podcast, reviewing your website, doing a 100 point evaluation of everything related to your your uh, iTunes listing, whether or not you have feeds, you know, finding people, you know, showing you how you can do things like just adding a Zoom one click install. Believe it or not. I can show you the statistics about how many people are subscribing to this podcast using a Zoom player. You'd be surprised. Anyway, uh, I'm available for 100-point inspections. That's over on the services tab if you head over to GSP or no, head over to podcastanswerman.com. It's like 149 and trust me, you get a lot of my time and energy and efforts. Podcastanswerman.com. God bless you all. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.